plug. Gear that's good as swell that's clean. Join Tim and Luke Robot. In between the sets. Between the sets. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim with a very special co-host. Now, I feel like you're you're the permanent guest host of the Body Surf Podcast. <laughs> this is your second time with us. Nah, happy to be here. And uh, you're filling in for Oe. We've had some technical issues. Uh, he's he's moved to the Central Coast, as you know, and uh, it's just hard getting a good line down and or up to the Central Coast. So uh, he's he's had the pull out uh, very late notice this week. So thanks for for subbing in. No, no pleasure. Uh, it's it's been a a, a big week, uh, not only for for body surfing, but uh, for for sport here in Australia. the The race that stops the nation was yesterday, and that's why we've dressed up to have a bit of a, a Melbourne Cup after party here on the Body Surf Podcast. Uh, did you did you catch the the race, Luke? Mate, I'm not going to lie, I did not see a single <laughs> horse yesterday. I was stuck on a proposal, and I just couldn't get around to it. So it's not really the the race that stops the nation for no, you. No, I no absolutely not. The, the fin sprint, I think, is more of that's, the race. Well, that's for me, that's the one that stops the nation. I'll put the proposal in the toilet and watch that. <laughs> exactly right. Um, but we, we will later cross to Oe, who's done a, an amazing call of the Master Bait Boy Cup. This is uh, an annual event we have where we uh, assign a gate to Bait Bay. Obviously, you guys are a gate 22. Oh, not a chance. It'll be <laughs> gate 8, brother. Your gate 8. Uh, the Budgie Boys are gate 22. Um, so we, we assign those horses and then we whoever wins, you know, is is the Master Bait Cup champion for the year. <laughs> and uh, it was a, another very close race this year. So it, it will be exciting to listen to that call very soon. But I guess we uh, should should start the show talking a little bit about, about body surfing. Now, Luke, as a, a, a proud man, Member of the Bait Bay Body Bashers here in Cronulla, I've 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 been a bit disappointed with with your presence lately. I haven't seen much of you around. No, nah, fair fair comment. Um, the 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 thing with the Bait Bay Body Bashers is we are an organisation, yes, listed under body surfing, but we can also do other things as well. Right. Um, so during lockdown, we've had a lot of our members take up uh, ocean swimming, in particular going around Shark Island. We are known as the fittest body surfing club <laughs> in Cronulla. By far, with uh, the uh, the merger club of the uh, Knob Suckers, which is the <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the what is it? The club merged between Suck Rock, okay, and Big Man's Knob, okay, and they've joined together to become the Knob Suckers, right, right, and so they're coming in second, and the Budgie Boys are at three when it comes to the fitness stakes. And there's also the all year round body surfers. Yes, um, their average age is probably around eighty. So and not to be forgotten, the the all seasons body surfing club. Oh, sorry, as that, well yes, the yes, all yes. seasons, yes. yes. And so they've got all sorts of business happening. So we have had plenty of boys and girls in the water, nice. but it hasn't been on the um, whomping, right? But in saying that, we're on the way back. Yes, when 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 the swell comes, the bait bay body bashes answers. So we'll be in the water very very soon, and we've got some nice little announcements to make. Are you just avoiding wetsuit season? Is that is that what's happening? Well, a majority of our members are go like going without rubber, mm. um, and and we pride ourselves on that. <laughs> and so as a result, we've been going um, doing our swims in in speedos in our budgies. Wow, um, supplied by by Keel, great sponsor of the bait bay body bashes. 
and we've just become accustomed to it. So we are year-round. We're not really concerned about the rubber. Right, yeah, I know. We're called the budgie boys, but you'll find us in a wetsuit most of the time. Uh, so I don't know if it's if we might have to change our name to the rubber boys. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, we've been getting in the water. Uh, Matthew Bond, who's a fan favourite of, of the, the Body Surf podcast, has been making the, the trek to Cronulla from, from uh, the Western Sydney, and he's been loving it. Uh, he's actually... He's driven here twice, uh, each Saturday for the last two weeks, and hasn't gotten in the water, I don't think. Right. Um, he said it was too big last week. It was about maybe three <laughs> I remember. It wasn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he, 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 he got in for a little swim. Uh, um, I think Uga actually coached him in uh, right. uh, because he wasn't going to do it, but uh, he, he did get wet, I think. So that's all that matters most of the time. But uh, we've been having fun and we've been been uh, trying out. I've I've been uh, you know I think in lockdown I'm just hitting the online shopping every day. Yep. And I've I've been actually investing in a, a few hand planes here and there. So I've been going out just testing them, trying to get used to them because I'm I'm normally just an old natural kind of guy. I don't mm. go out with a plane. Uh, but I've been enjoying trying out some things. And I tell you what. Last week's guest, Trey Surfco. Wasn't that something else? What a great show. And, uh, you know, he was an amazing guest and it was great to, to catch up with him all the way from California. But, geez, these things actually go really good. <laughs> I know a lot of people are looking at it going, it's just a tray. This must be some sort of sick joke. But yeah. these things are amazing. And uh, I don't know if you've heard, but our executive producer, Wolfo, is actually now an official Trey Surfco team member. Wow. So he's sponsored. One of the Budgie Boys is actually a sponsored rider. So he rides now. with Trey. He rides with Trey. And wow. uh, we've, uh, we've got a big parcel on its way, so I can't wait to, to get into some more gear because they call it the Fry Tray. This thing's uh, about half the size of a regular tray. Right. And, they, you know, Matt from Trey says, just mix it up, see what you like. But these things look like they can really go, especially if there's a bit of a shorey cranking. So I'm looking forward to getting... On the the Trey Surfco bandwagon now. Well, you can always with the tray as well. Important to note that you that also gets used on the sand dunes <laughs> right. and Cronulla. So if there is no swell, you can always practice your craft on land. Yeah, right. And go for a bit of a. Now, how would you do that? Just the mate, just slide down. You slide down. That's all you do. I've seen right. it done before, and it's uh, quite outrageous. In particular, <laughs> I actually saw someone go double tray on on each hand. Uh, typical, I think. What's um. The ESBS guy. What's uh, his name? The, the Flying Dutchman. The Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think in, in Wampoff 2019. Yep, yep. When he went, Wampoff. When yeah. he went the double. Yeah. Well, I've seen it done on sand too. So it is, it's very versatile, the tray. I was very surprised how well he rode with two hand planes. And he, he rode with some very big boys. Yep. And uh, he just went down the face of that wave like it was no one's business. That was I was very impressed with that. And I hope the judges saw that. I hope that scored well because... That's what we need, creativity. We do, yeah, absolutely. It, it is a creative game. It's like watching art in the water. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, it must be hard to judge, but I hope things like that get up there. So, yeah, thanks very much, Matt from Trey Surf Co. for last week's interview. Now, if you're a member of the Body Surf Podcast Patreon, you got access very early to that interview. And we, we just whacked it up without an edit. And there was some some nice little things that the regular listener might have missed. So I'm just going to play a quick clip of uh, what happened at the start of our interview with Matt from Trey Surfco. I remember my first podcast. 
This is it. I remember right now. This is it. <laughs> so that was Maddie giving us a bit of stick because uh, we weren't very professional setting up the gear and we had, you know, technical issues as we always do. Um, and Professional? <laughs> he uses a tray. <laughs> That's Pop right. kettle black. Uh, but it was a lot of fun chatting with him. And uh, oh, we've, we've been going really hard on our American guests lately. And I'm very excited to announce next week's guest is a New Zealander. So we'll be heading across the ditch to chat with the one and only Alan Rath, also known as Womp Dad. Now, Womp Dad has been um, a really big supporter of the podcast for a very long time. And he's actually provided us with most of our artwork and he did this completely for free now he's a professional artist he does this for a crust and oh my goodness I was so stoked when when he did this work I've actually got it all around the house he sent me some lovely prints he sent me um he actually did a a a portrait of me on a war hand plane that I have in the office and it's you know it's a one of a kind it's an amazing artwork I'm not sure if it's going to go up in value but uh it's a really really special piece I love it and we will finally be chatting to Womp Dad next week on the Body Surf podcast. But let's get back to Bait Bay, Luke. That's, I guess that's why you're here to, yeah. to talk about the club. Now, Ricky from War Hand Planes, who is also the organiser of the biggest Australian body surfing competition, I think. Definitely oh, by the, far. the most participants at that event, Womp Off. Now, as you mentioned, 2019 was the last time we competed as, as teams against one another. Are you excited that he has announced that it's back for 2022 next year? It's oh, we're, we're so excited. Mm. We, you know, selections, well, winning starts now for <laughs> us. Um, we have, you know, 160 members to pick from at the moment. Wow. Right. We're going to have to probably do the usual and help out the other teams like we normally do yeah, we, we in order to grow the, the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And we've got no issue doing that. Um, it, it's really, really exciting. It's a beautiful day. It's a great event afterwards. Everyone gets to enjoy each other's company. But mm. on top of that, you get to see some real high quality body surfing. And it's, it's just a win-win. It's going to be great for the sport. It must be so tough selecting the 10 that you're, you're going to play. Now, this was a new rule that came in. Uh, I think uh, the, la- the few times you competed before la- uh, 2019, you, you had a huge team. Yeah. And uh, it got a bit tricky, you know, in, in those team events. So doing the 10, it, it, it probably affects you the most. So, oh, big time. Um, how, do you, how do you judge performance? How do you pick your team? Well, I think it's, it, you want people that put into the club and put into the sport. So they may not be the best uh, technical body surfers or the best skill-wise, but for us, it's about involving people that want to give back to it and give back to the community. So, for example, if we're going to have to pick between, you know, someone who's really, really good but's only been to a couple of meetups, doesn't really turn up to social events, you know, doesn't... An example, you know, we we have uh, a blood bank that we run as well, the BBBBBB, which I'd like to thank you for donating as well. You know, things like that. We we want good people on our team. Right. And as a result of that, you know, winning will come really second there. We just want maximum involvement and reward for the people who give most to the club. So it's a bit like, you know, with soccer training, if, if you don't turn up the training, if you don't collect the balls and put them away after, you know, if you don't, uh, you know, give back to your club, uh, you're not getting a run on Saturday. Pretty much. Yeah, that's good. I like that because, 
you know, we're getting a few more members with the Budgie Boys. We, we probably haven't hit 10 yet, but we might start thinking about who, who we're going to include and if we're going to try and uh, draft a few players our way, probably yep. from Bait Bay or some other clubs. <laughs> um, and and it's that's, those sort of decisions are, are great. Sort of, yeah, who's coming to, to Saturday meets? And I'll tell you what, our captain, Matthew Oe O'Donnell, hasn't, hasn't been to a meet for a long time now. He has moved to the Central Coast, so it is tricky. You can set up a satellite club, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, there's no wrong issue there. I mean, we have a satellite club in San Francisco. Oh, wow. We have a satellite club in Argentina, and we have a satellite club in Norway. Wow. So it's very doable. He just needs to get a couple of boys and girls along with him, and he can still run the budgie boys or the budgie people <laughs> from uh, the Central Coast. The Bay, Bay Body Bashers are like the hill song of the body surfing <laughs> community. You just got churches everywhere. <laughs> Um, that's really cool. That's really insightful, Luke. Now, Uga. Uga, who, who we know uh, runs Kill Down Under yep. and is a proud member of the Bait Bay Body Bashers. He, he around this time when, when the, you know, Wompoff is, is starting to ramp up, I feel like he starts campaigning for a spot on the team. And he went very hard, I think, in 2019, and he secured a spot. And he, Rightly he, so. He, he was actually one of the, uh, I guess, he was going in some of the individual events. Do, yep. you, do you think Uga's getting a run in 2022? Think, look, if, if you put it down to, you know, consistency, very good. Mm. Performance, he actually, in 2019, was the highest ranked Bait Bay body basher yeah. in, our, in, well, in the world, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So he'd, he'd, he'd put a number on Nick Prabot. He'd put a number on Matt Schweighofer. And as a result, absolutely deserves his spot. And I think, unless he does something astronomically bad, he will hold his spot for this year. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he... He had a podium finish at Slidefest a few he years did. ago. He did, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. You know that puts him on the map for sure. Um, and when we were out uh, on the weekend, we were having a little swimmy, having a surf, and a screamer of a wave came through, and Uga was just perfect spot. Got, got this wave, and I think he called it a day after that. He uh. said that that's it for me, and uh, he left us. He loved us and left us, but yeah, he got a very nice wave, and I guess if he can. Do that sort of stuff for you on the day. That's going to get you closer to to taking out another title. I think as as well from a, a tactics point of view, not giving too much away. <laughs> the bait bay body bashers, the bait bay body bashers need swell. We need swell. Interesting, because okay. we've got some absolute bombs on our team when yeah. it comes to big swell. Because Uga, Corey, Nick, yeah. Shway. There's some guys that the bigger it is, the bigger balls they get and they'll have a crack. So we really need swell. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I, I always think the Budgie boys are kind of a, a big big wave team, but that's because we've got a few bigger boys as well yep. who just love love some big stuff. And, and Owe as well is an absolute charger. But then look at some of the other teams. Like East have, have Ricky who just can go monsters all yep. day, every day. So I guess each team have, have some guys that can, can do some big things. Um, normally in, in the past, it's it's been small. So you've, you've needed guys who can pull out some spins and some front flips and some, some little trickies here and there. Take their cozies off. Exactly. Mid-wave. Do the, do the old streaker. But, That's um, the one. I, don't, I wonder if that, if that does all right on the day because it's technically an illegal move. I don't think you're allowed to get your kid off at the beach. But who's to say he wasn't wearing a second cozie? Oh, he's a trickster. That's, that's some good gear. Okay, so Uga is looking good. But looking I tell good. you, Uga had a... 
a bit of a doozy on Melbourne Cup Day. I don't know if you heard about this. Now, we, we mentioned we do the Master Bait Boy Cup, and uh, we had in Gate 22, Johnny Get Angry. So, so that was, uh, yeah, looking all right. And then Gate 8, Cariff. <laughs> But what, Jeez, it's got good odds. Yeah, two hundred and one dollars. Holy dolly! Um, and 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 Johnny get angry. Uh, coming out of gate twenty two, uh, eighty one to one. So, um, but what Uga did, he he didn't bet on the gate. He bet on the horse number. So right. he bet on horse number eight, which was Ocean Billy, <laughs> and it was actually jumping out of gate six. Uh, so he wasn't representing. That's the all seasons <laughs> gate. <laughs> Yes. Actually, gate six. No, the gate six would be the dog, the right. dog beach. <laughs> yes, which is only available at certain times of yeah. the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, Uga wrote on Instagram because we bleed gate eight, oh, but no. he was actually on gate six. <laughs> and this thing he bet on, Ocean Billy, came dead last. Uh. Now I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast say "nup to the cup" and. Uh, that that horse, I, I'm telling you now, probably got a bullet in the head oh, yesterday because it, it did not run well. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Well, it won something. It won the wooden spoon. <laughs> I wonder if you can bet on a horse to lose. I feel like that would be – people would just take that for granted and absolutely rot the system. Oh, absolutely you would, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I don't think horse racing is the cleanest of sports personally. <laughs> so, I do apologise for those people who posted up to the cup who have to listen to this episode of the podcast and we're, we're going to bang on a bit more about horse racing. But, uh, you know, we've, we've got some mad punters who listen to the podcast. Now, I did a legit call of of the, the race. So we'll listen to that first and then we'll listen to Oe's call who who's just going to focus on gate 22 and gate 8. So here's my call. At the top of the straight, 400 metres to go, a length and a half, loading artist. Here's Very Elegant, she's coming in hot. 300 metres to go, the mighty man moves up to incentivise and races on by. Then floating artist, Spanish mission, but Very Elegant at the 150. The darling of the turf has done it. Very Elegant has brought it home and has won the Melbourne Cup. Fuck. <laughs> So that was uh, my impression of a of a race caller who backed the favourite because uh, very elegant who who won it just absolutely rode in hot and uh, it was actually a really good race to watch. I, I get really nervous watching Melbourne Cup. It's a, a very long race, so I'm used to you know the the dish lickers. I like yeah. a, a quick greyhound race, mm-hmm. but uh, you know I get very nervous watching the Melbourne Cup, and, and that was actually a really good one to watch. Uh, should we should we have a listen to the, Let's roll it. the bait bay what is it called sorry the master bait boy cup all right I'm I'm nervous about this one uh, oh no there's a lot riding on oh, it oh no can the bait bay body bashers go consecutive years back to back Let's have a listen to Owie's call for the Melbourne Cup ready to go right. and they head for the judge. Cariff in the pack for the bait bay body bashers lead the budgie boys Johnny get angry who is stone motherless. Husey will be losing it tonight if they can't turn this around fast. Up front, incentivised, tackled by Very Elegant. Scenes reminiscent of Belly Slater running in DMC repellers. Cariff losing ground. Could the Budgie Boys do it yet? Johnny gets angry, but does he have a turn of foot? It's like pre-season at the Wanda Sand Dunes out there. A real dour affair. Cariff, 
Just holding on, Johnny Get Angry breezes past Ocean Billy and looks to have smoked some on the way past because all momentum is lost. Bait Bay cruise in to win back-to-back cups. Cara first. Johnny Get Angry a distant second. And Belly Slater sadly scratched on race day for the use of performance-enhancing fins. So there we do. The Bait Bay body bashes out of gate eight with Cariff. Uh, Let's go. Now, I, I, I need to remind our listeners, uh, it didn't win. No, I just beat you, Blake. <laughs> it just beat us. <laughs> it, it ran a pretty shocking race. So well done. Uh, you can to, only beat your opposition, mate. <laughs> that's right. Well done to Owie for, for making that call exciting because both of those horses did not run very well. Uh, gate 22, Johnny Get Angry. It'd be amazing one year if we got the favourites, like if we actually had a chance, that'd of, be great, wouldn't winning. it? Winning. Yeah. So, uh, the last two years we've done this, we've we've had some roughies. Uh, which, you know, if you you're a fan of the Melbourne Cup, you know a roughie can can do it on the day. It's a very unique race, and uh, this year with COVID, there weren't as many internationals, so it was a, it was a bit of an interesting race. But uh, you know, the Budgie Boys could not do it on the day, and and either, either could Uga with his uh, shocking bet of uh, whatever that thing what, what was it called. Ocean Billy. Ocean Billy. <laughs> R.I.P. Ocean Billy. Oh, Ocean Billy. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, Uga, if you're listening, uh, better luck next time. I thought Uga hated the punt. He went away with, with cute boy Corey and, and uh, Oe, I think, to uh, the farm, to right. Mystics, uh, down the coast. And uh, they went out for dinner and, and Corey and Oe were just in the tab all night. And Uga was going, come on, guys, like, let's talk. Let's, you know, go do something fun and... The boys wanted nothing to do with him. They just wanted it to bet all night long. So. He could be a social punter. You know, you get a lot of yeah. lot of people come out on the woodwork on the big race days and really want to say what they've got to say. Well, I guess if if uh, Wampoff twenty twenty two is happening, uh, we'll have to do the odds for that again. And, oh, and you'd <laughs> love to see the odds, wouldn't you? It'd be great. The same team has come third every year. So what what are they paying? Around six bucks. Third time lucky, surely. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, and a huge question for you, Luke. Are the Finn going to be able to get here? You know, international travel still not really it happening. It could be an all-local affair. Which... which and, and Mark McGowan may still close WA as well. Right. That's closed forever. Yeah. Well, as long as the Goldie Sliders can get here, I'll be happy because it's always really fun going up against them. We kind of consider them our sister club, uh... And uh, they've, they've always been so nice and accommodating to us. Uh, they're a really fun bunch of, of people. And uh, as long as they can get here, I think we can get... Because people are already talking about going to Queensland soon to, to compete in uh, Coolum. So... Mate, everyone's just stinging to get out and about. So it makes a lot of sense. Put on a competition, people will turn up. That's right. And uh, hopefully, you know, Womp Off 2022, it's still a while away. So anything can happen... And if we can get an amazing turnout, it's going to be good gear. But if the Finn's not there and the Cobras, my, one of my favourite clubs, the Cobras, uh, from, from up north, uh, if, if they take out first position, which I assume they will because they're such a good team, does it really count? You know, the Finn weren't there to defend their title. Yeah, but so the Finn will remain lineal. Wompoff champions because they never okay. lost the title. That's a way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you also need to be in it to win it. So I think as an organiser, I think you can only judge it on the present. Mm. And 
you know, maybe they need the Hawaiian ambassador to write to Australia and seek safe passage. <laughs> I don't know. You know, but look, when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Or they put an Australian team together. They've got cute boy Corey. They've got Tom Ma. They can they can maybe sponsor a few few more. I know Matthew Bond's looking for a sponsorship and he loves the the Mark Cunningham scoop to fins that melted in his car. <laughs> um, so, you know, they could put an Australian to fin team together. They aren't Hawaii. They are to fin. So But you look at you look at Finn as well. They need that leadership of Kano. Yeah, oh, he for need. Sure. You know, it, it, it'd be like watching a, a snake with its head chopped off. You know, <laughs> just going around everywhere. I think he's a real steadying influence for that team. He's such a, a mentor to to those boys. And uh, does he like being called Kano? I don't. I don't think he's ever been called Kano. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be calling him Kano. <laughs> I don't think you'd like that. But uh, you know, that's that's a get that we would love to to do. And and because we're doing a bit of stuff on the Zoom. I think it's our our time to strike and, and get an interview oh, 100%. with the one and only Mark Cunningham. Uh, he's going to have some some stories to tell. And every time I I, I get bump into a body surfer, they they always have a story to tell about Mark Cunningham. Everyone knows him and and, and, and knows about what he has done for oh, the every, sport. Everyone, not even the sport, the whole water sport <laughs> yeah. element. You know, everyone that that meets him, hangs out with him is of the highest regard when oh, it comes to talking to him. So, yeah, it, look, to get him on the podcast, I think, for you guys, that'd oh, be sensational. Absolutely. So, uh, Wolfo, our executive producers, probably writing an email as we speak, trying to get in touch with him because he, he's got an interesting Instagram. It's, it, I think he shares it he with shares his it. partner. Yes. So, uh, he's got, you know, a million followers, but he just posts, you know, pictures of family dinner. He seems like a very chill very guy. Very chilled. So, um, we'll work out the time difference and, and try and get a, a, an interview, an exclusive interview, although I think he has done a few other podcasts in his day um maybe maybe we can look at hairy man maybe sending over a bit of a care pack oh for sure yeah yeah well we're looking at getting some body surf podcast merch not only to uh to sell but to give to our patreon members and maybe we can put a little bit of a few beers and a t-shirt and a face mask and all that sort of stuff so um i I think he's a a pretty generous guy and we'll we'll just oh no doubt doubt. he's a servant of the sport exactly very very good um but i'll tell you what whenever i'm swimming not only do people bring up Mark Cunningham? The other thing people ask me are, are you a bait bay body basher? <laughs> Everyone knows you. Uh, now, is it because of you, you're pretty big on the Instagram? You've, you've got good merch. I see you're wearing the socks and you've got the keels and, and that. I, I guess you guys are, you know, the, the, the club of the people for Cronulla. Uh, you've definitely put body surfing on the map for our local area. You know, are you accepting uh, membership? You said you've got Absolutely. 160. Yeah, 160 members at the moment. We're always accepting members. So when the next meetup is on, all it takes is to turn up once. Once you turn up, you're eligible for any merchandise you would like. Um, and we have a outrageous selection um, of <laughs> merchandise. On top of that, you get given a nickname and then you get an invite to all the events that we put on as well. So it it's a real easy sell for us. I love that you, you're given a nickname because... You can't make up your own nickname. You have to be given it. Otherwise, yep. it's not a true nickname. So, Well, the question always is, hey, um, like, we need to give you a nickname. And then they go, oh, my mates call me Simo. And you go, well, you're not going to be called Simo. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so you can't nominate your nickname. What's, what's your brother Nick's? He's got a, a seedy nickname. No, he? no, no. He's the, uh, the tugboat. <laughs> the tugboat. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the reason he's the tugboat is because he's such a big body, 
and in water polo circles, people could like grab onto him, and uh, because he's so strong, he could just pull through the water really of, easy. There's a lot of tugging in water polo. <laughs> yeah, <there>. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get into the pool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch any of the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. plenty, plenty. Yeah, I got around it. Uh, I, it's the first time I've watched like traditional terrestrial broadcast television. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm a big fan of the streaming services, but I actually got a, a, on the, the Channel 7 and, and watched some, mainly water polo and hockey, but loved some of the water polo. And it was great to see um, Uga's sister. Yeah, Lena. And and her, her father was the coach as yes. well. So that was incredible to, to see some, some locals there on, oh, on proud, the world proud stage. Mo- proud moment for us. I mean, the, the Mihailovics came to this country 10 years ago with Cronulla water polo and to see... Um, father and daughter standing at the you know the mm. top. Mm. It was very a very very proud moment for our community. Maybe we'll get Lena on on the podcast, and then we can say we've had an Olympian. There you on go on the podcast. There, that'd be very impressive. Now, She's a good wampa. Yeah, absolutely. Or wampet. I, I don't see a lot of her um, in, in 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 the surf, but I've heard she goes all right. Well, and being a good swimmer is a good oh, start. Yeah, yeah. You know, has that endurance, and sometimes you can just power yourself onto a wave mm. with with good swimming ability. Oh, for sure. Um, and you know, with Uga getting all his endorsement deals, he's got all the gear that he's just. That's it. He's he's always riding some new DMC handboard. Like I don't know how he does it, but I think it's just those Instagram deals. Yeah, we need to try and get some of that. Although Wolfo's got the tray now, so that's looking pretty nice for us. Now, Luke. Yes. The last time uh, your brother Nick was on the podcast, he did something very special for us. He he did a live read for. A Porto chicken burgers. Right. Now, a Porto didn't ask us to do this. We, <laughs> <laughs> we just heard Nick liked a Porto uh, chicken burgers. So big, we, I think Big Boy Brabot was the discount code. <laughs> I wonder if anyone tried. To. Yes, they did. Really? Yes, they did. <laughs> and a Porto wrote to Nick going, what's going on? <laughs> Nick did not tell us that. I feel so bad. That's hilarious. Um, I hope he didn't get in, in any trouble. Nah, he got more chicken, I think. Oh, good. All, all publicity is good publicity. That's so, it. Uh, yeah, we thought we might see how you... Because Nick, Nick was very good, very professional with the live read. Now, I was wondering... Um, we, we've actually got a little sponsor here on the podcast. I don't know if you heard. Steady Freddy, uh, which, uh, you know, you, you'll get a bit of an idea what they, they do. <laughs> Um, would you like to give now? It says Tim and Oe. Just just read the whole thing, and then uh, we'll compare it to, to Nick's live radio read. Sure. All right. Here we go. Aren't you first? <laughs> you you just do the whole thing. Oh, the whole thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Body Surf Podcast is proudly sponsored by Steady Freddy. Steady Freddy. Do more in the bedroom with Steady Freddy, a spray designed to give you a more fulfilling love life. G'day, it's your new delay spray. Spray on, play on. Formulated by a medical doctor, Steady Freddy has fast and discreet delivery, express posted, it will come fast but you won't, and it has a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Make the good times last. Steady Freddy control spray fits right in your pocket so you're always ready to go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Make your slonger last longer. And Steady Freddy are giving Body Surf podcast listeners $10 off their control spray and a free three-pack of ultra-thin condoms when you use promotional code BODYSURF. 100% of Steady Freddy reviewers would recommend this product to a friend. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to SteadyFreddy.com and try it today. Check out SteadyFreddy.com and get $10 off and a three three pack of ultra-thin condoms when you use the promotional code BODYSURF. Steady Freddy is a sponsor of the Body Surf podcast. Check out SteadyFreddy.com and grab some good gear today. You! You! That was very good. The, the three free pack of uh, condoms gets me every time. <laughs> I, and I wrote the thing. I could have made it easier, but uh, I, I made it very hard for myself. But you handled that like a pro. Well done. Thanks for doing that No now. problem. We have to, to give a big shout out to Slide Handboards in America. They, they did a little Instagram post, well, a big Instagram post of the top surf podcasts. Now, this, this wasn't just, just body surf podcast because I believe we're the only body surf podcast, but we got the number one spot. Well done. Which was, uh, you know, a surprise to us because we've actually been up for some some awards here in Australia and we, we get snubbed every time. So to get recognised by one of the biggest and best handboard companies in the world was just amazing. So thank you very much for that. It was uh, it was really cool to see that. And uh, yeah, we got a, uh, hopefully we, we got a few new listeners out of that because Slide have a, have a huge following um, and, and we'll have to get the, the guys from Slide on very, very soon. Um, do, you, do you know the story behind Slide? I, is that the one that Ashton Kutcher is part exactly of? Exactly right. Yeah. So they went on Shark Tank. Uh, I think it's called Shark Tank. It yeah, it is Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, it might be called something else in America, or Dungeons Den, or something like that right. in in England. But um, they went on Shark Tank and then they pitched the idea. And Ashton Kutcher was on the panel for some reason. He was like a guest Shark Tanker, and he goes, "Hey, I'm from the Midwest. I've never been in the water. I don't know anything about this. But if you guys know what you're talking about, I'm keen to invest." And he invested a bit of his own cash. Ashton Kutcher actually, you know, because he's doing quite well for himself as a Hollywood actor. He he invests in startups. They're normally tech startups, but um, he decided yeah he decided to invest in Slide, and it would be great if we could get Ashton Kutcher on the podcast. Wouldn't but that I, be something I, else? I don't think he's much of a, a body surfer, which is unusual. I reckon I'm, Mark Cunningham would know <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> well, Ashton would live, I'm guessing, in LA. It'd be like no, it'd be like Malibu or Malibu, something. Malibu, the, yeah. the two one two. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, surely he's been in the water, and he actually was in a film. I think it was called The Guardian. I might be wrong. He, where he played uh, like a, a lifesaver, where he became like a Navy SEAL or something. Ah, oh, so he's got plenty of water of experience. We, we yeah, get him in. There's a scene where he jumps out of a helicopter into a really rough ocean, and it's, it's pretty amazing, this film. Uh, yeah, so surely there's enough connections there to try and get oh, Ashton Kutcher. I think so. Uh, and you know, a lot of people complain about OE&I doing shit movie chat, but if we had Ashton Kutcher on, I, I think we would be able to... I'll tell you what, it'd lift your female <laughs> listening audience, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. What do you mean? I thought they, they tuned in for us. Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. But thank you, Slide. Uh, that was really, really nice of you guys. Uh, and I, I honestly don't think we are the number one surf podcast, but to get your record, it's me- it's the people's vote. We're definitely the number one body surfing podcast. hundred percent. And always said this a lot. If anyone else wants to start a body surf podcast, have a crack, have a go. We're all up for it. We've even thought about getting getting some guest hosts uh, to to come on and, and, and fill in for Owie and I. We were going to maybe tee you up with your brother. Yep. We were thinking of of getting Ricky on with Belly Slater. Um, if, if you've got some suggestions, uh, I, I would like to maybe get Hamish from the Goldie Sliders to maybe do it with Simon, Simon Sven, who's, who's Mate, got some great a thought, opinions. Here's the thought. 
why don't you get Uga to do it in Serbian? <laughs> and then you have a multilingual reach when yeah. it comes to a podcast. That would be good. So you'll hit Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, Bosnia, right? That's They'll all understand. Idea. Yeah. Well, we actually get the stats back sometimes and most of our listeners are from Australia, America, New Zealand. Only because they speak English. <laughs> a little a little following from the UK, but you're right. It, it's mainly English speaking and we barely speak English, but they, they still tune in. So maybe we've got to start thinking about going bilingual. We've been asked to do um, uh, an interview for, for um, in, in Brazilian. Uh, so they Portuguese. Were, yeah, we were going to get translated, but um, that's the only time, you know, uh, someone who... who and think of your big, but think of your big markets as well. You know, there's a couple of billion Chinese. Chi- if you can hit zero point zero one percent of the Chinese, yeah. get a couple. Of, you know, Mandarin mm. speaking body surf podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would, I would love to, to maybe, uh, you know, hit up uh, North Korea. You know, <laughs> Kim Jong Un is the supreme body surf champion of the world. Well, keen body surfer. <laughs> yep. He, he he's won Wompoff every year. He's competed <laughs> in it. He's the NBA champion. He's the the cricket champion. He and he. He hits he, like 16 holes in one in a <laughs> game of golf. Yeah. So he, he must shred in the surf. So, yeah, we, maybe we need to diversify and, and get ourselves out there a bit more. But for now, we're, we're, we're coming into your, your living rooms or your, your cars or however you listen to the podcast in pretty sloppy English. So uh, apologies for that. And, uh, yeah, maybe Uga will, will get us some international cred. That could be very, very cool. All right, Lukey, thank you very much for, for filling in for Oe. Um, you're the you're the Jay Leno of, of the Body Surf podcast. I don't know if anyone will well, get that A massive reference. head. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Leno was the, the permanent guest host for Johnny Carson in yep. the uh, 80s and 90s, and uh, that's how he got the job. He, David Letterman really wanted that job, and Leno, Leno snuck in and got it. So uh, you can be the, the Jay Leno of the Body Happy Surf podcast. Happy to be. Happy to help. And you can fill in any time uh, we're unwell or, or you know if, if we can't get OE's microphone working. <laughs> Whatever's going on with OE, I'm sure he'll sort it out soon. Um, hopefully in time for our chat with Alan Rath, the Womp Dad that is coming uh, up next week. And if you haven't purchased anything from, from Womp Dad... Maybe hold off until the podcast because I reckon he'll have some deals going for Body Surf Podcast listeners. But uh, anywho, Lukey, thank you very much for that. We've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. Would you like to do the sign-off? It's always overhead when you're body surfing. You. You. Bye-bye.